Yo, 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 yo. Uh, we are here. We're here with another fucking episode. Episode 7, I think. If I'm not mistaken, right? Is this episode 7? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Episode fucking 7, man. Um, it's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey, man. It's a marathon. It's not a race. You feel what I'm saying? We trying to get up there. We trying to make the calf hip-hop podcast something memorable something for the culture we got some shit to talk about we got some motherfucking shit to talk about we're gonna be dissecting jack harlow's album because the criticism on it is absurd uh, Kendrick Lamar's new albums dropping tomorrow, May 13th. The Heart just dropped. The album cover announced. We're going to get into that. Uh, then we're going to finish up with Young Thug Gunna in the whole YSL camp. You feel what I'm saying? So there's a lot to unpack today, a lot of good music coming, and some music probably not coming from (laughs) the slimy bunch, the slimesters, but let's get into it, let's get into it, let's play some cool, cool jams, I don't know exactly what I'm going to pay, but hey, whatever I'm going to play, I'm going to play. Only on the Cav Hip Hop Podcast. Let's get into it. Early in the morning, late at night. It don't even matter what time it is. President Roller, RM, wait. Whenever I find time, it's okay. ATL Jacob, ATL Jacob. You pray for my demons, girl, I got you. Every time I sip on codeine, I get vulnerable. Annoying the sounds of the storm when it comes. She understand I can't take her everywhere, nigga, going. I've been in the field like the children of the corn. I can hear your tears when they drop over the phone. Get mad at yourself, cause you can't leave me alone. Gossip been messy, it ain't what we doing. Traveling around the world. Over the phone, dropping tears. I get my bonnet when I do this. When you drunk, you tell me exactly how you feel. When I'm loaded, I keep it real. Alright, let's get into it. Here on the Discovery Cafe. Or the calf presented by the Discovery Cafe. First thing I want to talk about. First thing I want to get into. We're going to talk about um, Aubrey Graham, his son, that is, his son. And I'm not talking about his biological son, you know what I mean, the one he kept from the world, and the world kept from him, you know how he said. We're talking about Jack Harlow. Now, I'm going to give you just a quick, 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 quick backstory on Jack Harlow and my relationship with Jack Harlow. 
So I listened to Jack Harlow, uh, Harlow way back when. I mean, way back when, back in what 2017. And he was he's been making music for a good little minute now, right? He's been he he's been he's been making music for a good minute now. I first discovered him when he made his 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 um his his single "Wasted Youth." I don't know if anyone remember. This was four years ago. This was four freaking years ago. That's the first time I heard it. It was like in 2018. I was in college. You know what I mean? I was I was thriving. Not thriving. I was I was thirsting for some new music. And I ran into Jack. And I stayed intrigued by Jack Harlow within his lyrics and his confidence. His confidence, even as a young little white kid. <laughs> that wore New Balances, dad shoes, and polo shirts, his confidence was up there. His confidence was there. And I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed his music. I still enjoy his music to this day. So I'm just saying that because I'm, I'm one of those people where it's just like, I, I discovered the first, y'all just, y'all just got onto him. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> um... But that's kind of like the backstory of Jack Carlo and kind of um, the relationship that I kind of had with him. Really liked his music. His first mixtape was pretty dope. I'm not too sure of the name of it. Uh, might as well look it up, huh? His first mixtape was called uh, Gazebo. Gazbo? Haze, Gaze, Gazeboo, Gazeboo. Y'all know I'm terrible with <laughs> pronouncing things. Gazeboo was dope. Loose, I listened to that. That was a pretty cool little thing, graffiti. You know, he, he had cool little things. I mean, his albums or his mixtapes wasn't, like, in all uh, cohesive and well-worked projects. But there was a couple of tracks on each of those mixtapes that I really, really, really did enjoy. And I enjoyed him as an artist. <coughs> and once I listened to <coughs> Wasted Youth, excuse me. Once I listened to Wasted Youth, a couple of songs, uh, I kind of got off of them. You know what I mean? I kind of got off of them. Never really looked back. Never even thought about it. Until one day I heard a song called What's Poppin'? Brand new. Just hopped in. Right? And I was like, who is this kid? And woe and behold, it was my boy, Jack. Jackie boy. <laughs> Have y'all watched The Shining? I think there's, this, I think there's, a, there's a line in it where someone's like named Jackie boy or something, something like that. But anyway, Jack Harlow was popping on the scene, finally. In mainstream media. Dope ass artist. And ever since what's popping, he's been delivering some pretty nice stuff. After what's popping, um, he made a small little mixtape called Sweet Action. Uh, it was all right, cool, whatever, again. But it's like he still wasn't well rehearsed within the album scene of making a well rehearsed album, but just a well produced uh, project in popular popping. This, that, and the third. And that's when he came with his 2020 album, That's What They All Say. Which, in my opinion, was his best 
so far. This is basically um, Jack Harlow really in the media in the limelight with big, big featuring names like Lil Baby, Big Shine. One of my favorite, favorite songs on the album, Love Is Drew or Love Is Dro by Static Major and Bryson Tiller. Again, it had What's Poppin', da da da. Lil Wayne was on it, uh, the baby Tory Lanez, people like that. Really, really good project. But again, 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 nothing as a whole that really captivated me. Nothing in a whole that captivated me. And boom, Jack has gotten way more popular ever since was popping way more popular you feel me and he released i don't know if this is his debut album but he released his album come home the kids miss you now i listened to this album from start a all the way to z this album was good IMO. This album was good. Right? There was hits. I mean, this album was a well-rounded album. This is the first Jack Harlow album that is, in my opinion, his best body of work yet. Lyricism on this crazy. Uh, now, I'm not going to say this lyricism is the best in the game, but his lyricism to me is one of the best as of now. He's up there with like Corday. Like Corday, his lyricism is good and it's way better than what we kind of hear. But at the same time, you can tell that their lyric and rhyme styles are still a little bit, tad bit more immature. And, you know, whatever. But I would prefer Jack Harlow's lyricism rather than I would Corday's because Jack Harlow is he's he's kind of like a Drake in a way Drake is they have fun with it you know it's it's less about the the techniques of lyricism and trying to be the best lyricist but to Drake it's more about having these relatable and catchy and uh, fun puns and word plays and that's how Jack does that's why I say Jack is the kid Drake the vibes on this were all inspired in my opinion by a Drake you know what I mean it's just the 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 beat selection was good it was just to me a well word and I am gonna say this the one thing that I did not that I felt like he could have done was a little bit better of no you know what i'm gonna take that back because i was gonna say his production of mixing his voice with the beat should have been better because i mean to be honest it was better it was good uh his confidence is still there oh my god his confidence his cockiness is amazing on this it's just it's a good album and frankly this is a hot take <laughs> according to a lot of people this is a hot take according to a lot of people. I feel like this is the best album of the year. So far. So far, this is the best album of the year. Now, there's not really a lot of competition going on right now. With people taking the best album of the year. 
Um, we had what? Pusha. Right? We had Pusha. Um, and we had... Sorry, I had to mute some folk. We had Pusha. And we had Future. Future album was good, but it didn't excite me too much. Uh, had a couple bangers, but I don't know. It didn't really just... It, it felt a, a tad bit mid to me in ways. I'm not going to get into it, though. Uh, and Pusha T was definitely a, a good experimental album. He really experimented with different lanes um, from what he's used to. But, again, that's another topic for another story. But, in my opinion... I felt like it was his or the best. First of all, it was his his best. It was his best album so far, and it is the best album so far in the year, in my opinion. Second that, it'll be future. Second that, it'll probably be push. Now, at first. I didn't read no reviews. Usually, I don't really go into the reviews and stuff like that. And da da da, blah 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 blah. And I was like, okay, this. Uh, usually, when I say that the album's good, not trying to be cocky, but usually when I say that the album's really good, I go to the reviews, and people, the users, and critics are right on right on the same page as me. Right on the same page. We're all kind of aligned in the same linear direction, right? But this go around, I looked up yesterday, I was like, okay, let me look up these reviews and see how people are talking about this album. Because, you know, this is a good album. I want to see how people are talking about it. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Now, this is Album of the Year. If you don't know Album of the Year, albumoftheyear.org is a website where you basically critics, like actual critic critics, uh, as well as uh, just regular user critics uh, that is not established by a platform, come... And discuss these albums on a non-biased... Well, I'm not going to say everyone, but that's what I read is on a non-biased level. Alright? Now, this shit's nuts. Right? This shit nuts. On a critical level of these major platforms like Pitchfork and XXL, uh, The Needle Drop, you know, stuff like that. The overall score was a 52, which is mid... Which is nuts. Now this is even crazy. Now the user score. Now this is the user score. 862 people commented. This is just regular listeners that listen to hip hop. This said in the third. And come and criticize. And this said in the third. Is a 42. That's below average. And I'm just. I'm mind blown about that. It's crazy how people are calling this shit trash. I don't understand. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If you, if you know the podcast, you know I pick one comment and I read it. You know, usually the longer comments are the well rehearsed people that really listen to music on a um, critical level. And this person named Hummus gave the album a 49, which again is a mid. Now I'm kind of gonna read this. I'm gonna comment later on uh, after I read it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna read what he wrote. Alright, so this is Hummus. Jack Harlow has been public enemy number one since this album came out. I've seen people call it worthless, genuinely, 
Genuinely unpleasant to listen to. To some people calling it one of the worst things they ever heard. Like, damn, I wasn't that big into Jack's music, but could he really make something deserving of this level of criticism? After a listen, the answer is no. This album is not the rap abomination of mind-numbing slog people are making it out to be. It is a well-produced, performed, safe album for very specific demographic of people who are (laughs) exceedingly horny for Jack. What an insult. Maybe it's because I'm not a straight dude, but maybe it's because I am a straight dude. But what Jack offers does not uh, doesn't do much for me. Lyrics are lyrics about how slight he is, how much sex he has, how much he wants to have sex, yada, yada. I'm not terribly interested. And the album's generally laid back vibe doesn't help things either. The album kind of just slides by without ever jumping out and grabbing you, with nothing remarkable and impactful hitting you. Jack's vocals are always on beat and smooth, but they're understated purposefully for max sex appeal, I guess. Aside from Movie Star, which just sounds like a cruel joke, Pharrell played on Jack. The beats here are very well produced and fit well with Jack's delivery. Here's the problem. They fit too well. The beats fit so well with Jack's understated delivery because they're also incredibly low-key and understated and just fall into the background while Jack praises in the name of sex. Again, I cannot stress enough that all the parts here are well made. It's a solid sounding project, but the intent and purpose of it being so niche makes no sense for a guy with over 50 million monthly listeners. This album was like being forcibly taken on a dinner date with Jack Harlow to an extremely nice restaurant that had wonderful items on their menu, but only serve you pictures of the food. Meaning all you could do throughout the night was listen to how much Jack wanted to invite you back to his place afterwards. Not the worst way to spend the evening, I guess. But I just feel like I'm the wrong guy for the operation. That is a lot. That is a lot. Uh, I agree with some points of this. And and I also do disagree with some of them as well. Now... A large majority of this project, you know, on the retrospect, did have a lot of sex talk within it. But, 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 I will say that Jack, as a young, rich guy, his album is going to be what is rehearsed on an everyday level. What he is doing, interacting with, who he's interacting with, what's going on on an everyday level. Now, he made it believe that sex was the main center point of the album, which, crazy thing is, it wasn't. It really wasn't. Now, you can look at a lot of artists within his same category of music. These young people even anyone sex is going to be a high topic within this chicks and stuff like that is going to be a high topic within this because that's what they are doing on a daily basis you rap what you do 
Now, I'm glad that Jack is actually rapping about what he does and not try to fall into this culture vulture type of rap where he's rapping about what is popular instead of his genuine self. So I'm giving kudos to him and I'm giving a point to that. But there was a lot of stuff on this album other than sex that made this album enjoyable to listen to. He talked about cockiness. He talked about his past. He talked about his present, his future. He talked about his idols. He talked about his stardom, how big he is. He humbled himself. And a large part of this, he <laughs> was confident enough to spill and just talk his shit. This is a rap album. Now, if you know rap, you know that sex is going to be on these albums. I feel like this guy is expecting, this guy is expecting a conscious kind of guy. And the reason why I say that, the reason why I say that is because you just look at, look at Hummus's recent ratings so these are albums that he recently rated these are the ones that he rated high and these are the ones that he rated low jack harlow 49 these are the ones he rated low the baby uh young boy never broke again better than you 34 right snot if you know snot he got a 48 Uh, Gunna, 43. Right. Now, this is his high-level ratings. Vince Staples, 78. These are newer uh, newer albums. Vince Staples was a 78. This nigga gave Big Fist Theory an 89 by Vince Staples. Uh, Pusha T's new album got an 82. Corday from Bird's Eye View 68. Uh, for him to basically say like, hey, this whole album is nothing and all about just sex, sex, sex. And for him to take that main topic and be his main center point in argument is very contrary when he gave Pusha T an 82 when Pusha T's main center point of his music is selling cocaine and cocaine accessories <laughs> this seems like a very unbiased maybe him as a person or him as a listener isn't really too focused on the narrative of sex and what it brings which again everyone has a different perspective about music and that could be the main judge of that. Now, he was completely correct with in the production, the beat. Uh, saying Jack's vocals are always on beat and smooth, but they're understated, purposeful for max sex appeal, I guess. Now, the beats and the vibes of this album, like he said, were smooth. The beat selection, in my opinion, was the best thing about this. Whoever produced these beats are 
phenomenal. Whoever chose these beats, great ear. Amazing ear. Now, Jack definitely did slide across these beats on more of a cocky lyricist way. He really didn't do a lot with his voice. On some he did where he, you know, melodically placed his vocals on some tracks to make it more of an R&B rap feel. But majority was is just him listening to a beat, which is what hip hop is. Him having this nice dope beat and him having a dope ass bar to go with it. And I feel like that's what he exactly did. He didn't go too far within the production. He did not go too far with the production. And he made it very slight. And I liked it. I enjoy that, actually. That's why I enjoy J. Cole so much. Because J. Cole is someone that does that so well. He picks an amazing beat. Or makes an amazing beat. And he basically raps on top of that beat. And he matches the vibes of the beat within his tone. And his lyrics. And I feel like Jack executed that well for this to be only one of his starter projects and he's a young guy like this dude's only like 24 25 like he has so much time to just get his voice like better and the production better but for this to be like an early stage album in his long career i feel like this was phenomenal now, if I had to give it a good little, if I had to give a good little opinion, a rating, if I had to give a rating on this album, I would give this an 80. I'd give it an 80. And the only reason why I'd give it 20 points down from 100 was because there were a couple of tracks on this album that I necessarily did not like and skipped now again the album itself is a well-rounded album it's good but they're still within that circle that roundness of the album they're chips there's broken chips off the edge so it's not just a smooth well-rounded it's 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 a well-rounded but it's just you know there are some skips within it which don't make it that but for people to give it such criticism like they have been giving is frankly mind-blowing to me and mind-blowing to me my ears because i'm thinking i'm doing something wrong i'm not listening to the right project <laughs> um but shout out shout out jack and shout out hummus um Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, man, has just dropped the hard part five. He dropped it with a video and a track. Track with the video. Video music video. If you didn't watch it, I'm sure you have already. Super dope. Him. Uh oh, sliding across the Marvin Gaye beat it doesn't even sound like they really even chopped that beat up it sounds like they literally kept it as original as possible which is fucking phenomenal to me just without the vocals but just kept the beat and kept it just original you know that's the one thing that i like loved about it a lot of people will take 
Marvin Gaye beat and chop it up and mix it and you know just kind of make it more of a hip hop you know beat but Kendrick just kept it clean of course adding a couple drums and just that in the third here and there but he kept it clean and just rapped on it and that was actually phenomenal he did it probably better than anyone could ever do a Marvin Gaye <laughs> cover for real um he released the video where he's just standing some red backdrop kind of a burgundy backdrop um white t-shirt that he had on from the damn days you remember damn he had that white t-shirt on he kept the white t-shirt and he wore it to the heart part five. Right? Oh, he, had, he had a black bandana across his neck like he was a cowboy. He had his braids untangled with his hair all crazy. Which is pretty dope in my book. But the one thing I really want to talk about the heart part five is the, um, the video concept of him morphing his face they call it deep fake it's a uh it's a technique where your face or you just use someone else's face to put on yours you look it up it's called deep fake it's a thing um and the people that produced it or made that 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 video were the people the producers of south park and if you don't know kendrick lamar and the creators of south park they're gonna be creating a, a comedy like a comedy series or something like that Pretty soon. That's going to be pretty dope. Um, but one one of those that I really want to talk about was Nipsey Hussle. Um, at the end of it, it just brought chills down my back. If I was high, if I was actually smoking some weed and watched that, I would probably be freaking the fuck out and like having a fucking mind fart. Because it just brought chills by, like in my back just seeing Nipsey. And it just... Felt like it was actually Nipsey, which was the crazy thing about it. Like, it felt like that was Nipsey. And basically, Kendrick was just, you know, saying some things, saying that he's in heaven, blah, blah, blah. Actually, I'm going to look up the lyrics. Uh, hearts, parts, five lyrics. Basically, just letting these artists kind of speak through him. Right? That's basically what it was. You know, the Kobe Bryant was there, OJ Simpson, uh, Kanye West. I think that was it. No, that was another dude. It was that one dude that... <laughs> that, uh... <laughs> that faked his own robbery or something. He was on some weird stuff. Uh, everything is everything. This ain't conscious. I woke up that morning. I'm trying to read the lyrics to kind of see exactly what he was saying on Nipsey's part. All right, here we go. This is Nipsey's part. I woke up that morning with more heart to give you as I bled through the speakers, feel my presence. And I feel like this was the part. I feel like this was the part where... And it's crazy because it felt like he was speaking to him. And it's crazy because, like, was he, like, on some real psychological divine shit? Like, hey, maybe Nipsey was speaking through this guy. 
You know what I mean? Maybe he was speaking through this guy. Like, you know, we, like, we'll never know. And who would do it better? Who would have the bigger, bigger stage than Kendrick? That's just nuts. Uh, the lyrics was, this was Nipsey's part when Nipsey was, you know, whatever. As I bleed through the speakers, feel my presence. To my brother, to my kids, I'm in heaven. To my mother, to my sis, I'm in heaven. To my father, to my wife, I am serious. This is heaven. To my friends, make sure you count on them blessings. To my fans, make sure you make them investments. And to the killer that sped up my demise, I forgive you. Just know your soul's in question. <laughs> oh my God. That's just nuts. I see the pain in your pupil when that trigger has squeezed. And though you did me gruesome, I was surely relieved. I completed my mission, wasn't ready to leave, but fulfilled my day, my creative. Oh my, that's nuts. Like he, man, he was speaking through that nigga. That's nuts. That's nuts. I didn't even, I, I, I can't, I don't even know what to say about that. Um, but there's this little white kid. <laughs> That's this little white kid. Uh, There's this little white kid that says that he that 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 Kendrick's jacked his style. That he that he that he jacked his style. And he basically had this video of him being black and white and his black. Black drop, whatever, whatever, and his face been morphed, and I'm just like, dude, no, there's nothing new under the sun. Just because Kendrick Lamar did a way better than you does not mean that he jacked your style. <laughs> oh, that shit funny. Um, also, Kendrick Lamar released the album cover of Mr. Morale. And the big steppers. He released it. Um, and he has a picture of him and his two kids. One is like more of like a toddler, uh, about like five, five, six. And one is like a newborn, about a year, possibly a little less. And it's him with a crown over his head, the one the same crown that you know was placed on Jesus, crucified him. He has a pistol in his back, pants. Um, he's kind of like in some kind of rundown building. Um, he has his wife in the picture. And my main takeaways of this album cover, first of all, is to crown over his head. That's my main take. That crown over his head. You already know he's gonna be on some divine prophetic shit musically now we got some shit from what untitled unmastered if you if y'all listen to untitled unmastered which is my favorite album to date from Kendrick Lamar even though it wasn't officially like an album album it's more of a collective of tracks that was untitled unmastered as it stated but the first couple tracks on here like he was saying some deep, deep fucking shit. Especially the first track with him rapping about the end of the world. Crazy. And I'm expecting, I'm expecting this album to really 
go deep, 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 and deeper into the mental cognition. I'm going to break down this album when it comes out, for sure. But that crown over his head, ooh, it's finna get, ooh, it's finna get deep. Ooh, it's finna get deep. Ooh. Ooh, it's finna get deep. But I'm ready for it. It's dropping tomorrow. We may actually make my. Uh, we might make a podcast tomorrow. We'll we'll probably make a podcast tomorrow. I might go live. I don't know. I might go live, live streaming, listen to party. Who knows? Uh, let's get into the last thing that we want that I want to talk about. Step away from good music. Step away from that. I want to get into the the YSL boys. I want to get into these dudes. Now, as you know, Young Thug and his clan, his League of Legends clan, have all been indicted and arrested. For Rico. Now, if you know Rico, Rico is some serious shit. If you get found guilty for some Rico charges, nigga, you going to jail for a long, long time. Now, we don't know how much evidence they have on Young Thug. We don't know how much evidence they got on him. But what we do know, and if you... If you know these Rico charges and coming and raiding and arresting, they have some shit on these dudes. They're not going to just arrest Young Thug. They're not just going to arrest, you know, these YSL members just because, like, hey, we think they're doing Rico. And they, yeah, let's go arrest them and find out. They're not just doing that. They got evidence. And they probably got multiple evidence. They probably got gang members. They probably got people snitching. They got inside. They got some shit on these dudes for them to literally arrest um, Thug and 26 other members. They got some shit. They are finna. And again, this is 26 people. This is 26, 28. This is 28 people being charged with 88 counts of fucking Rico from drugs, from money, to shootings, to murder, street gang activity. That's a lot of charges and that's a lot of people. Now, they are going to be harassing those 26 people there's going to be a couple of them people in that case that's going to see that Rico charge. Them detectives are going to crack down on them folks. And some of them people might snitch. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Some of them people are going to switch, uh, snitch and switch up on them. Now, the main big people that we got so far is what? Thug and Gunner. Now, a lot of people think that Gunner's gonna, you know, snitch on some folks. 
Thug ain't gonna do it. Now the other 26 members, we don't know who they is. We don't know their loyalty. We don't know any of that. But some of them motherfuckers might snitch to either get set free or to get their sentence decreased. Hey, <laughs> hey, they in the pickle. They are in a tough situation right now. Doug is in a tough situation right now. Uh, let's read this little article. Fulton County prosecutors published an 88 count indictment against Young Thug, Gunner, and 26 others they believe are part of a crime street gang called YSL. Charges include conspiring to violate the racketeering and uh influence and corrupt organization act murder armed robbery participation in crime street gang activity uh since then updates have been coming at a dizzying rate crazy that's true because they actually raided young thug's house and they added 12 more counts they actually put 12 more counts on those folks that's just nuts uh most recently both thug were denied bond they were also denied bond and will likely remain at Fulton County until the trial that's nuts that is nuts so they ain't getting out of jail because they're probably a flight risk because it's a RICO charge and they're fucking millionaires so they can easily just duck and dodge everybody real fast. Whew. They're in a pickle. They're in a pickle. I wonder if Chloe, <laughs> Chloe Bailey, is that her name? Let's see. Yeah, Chloe, Chloe Bailey. I wonder. I'm curious. Is she going to stay? Is she going to stay with this man? Stay by him side. I don't even know they were together or not. You know, they could have been. They could have not been. Who the fucking knows? Maybe she's just going over there having a good time. You know how people be. But that's nuts. They're in a pickle. I don't understand. What I don't understand is the lifestyle. You know, a lot of rappers have come out and said, like, hey, you can't be in the rap game and the streets. A lot of people said that. A lot of rappers. The the most notable one that I know of is uh, Waka Flocka. He has stated Sorry, my mic muted. You can't be in the rap game as well as the music game at the same time. It doesn't work. Something's going to get fucked up. Either your money's going to get fucked up or you're going to fucking get fucked up. You're going to either get, you're going to die or you're going to go to jail. 
Waka Flocka was right. You a millionaire now. The whole reason why you started rapping, the whole reason why you started rapping was to get out of the streets. And how do I know that? Because you rapped about it. The whole reason for y'all to rap was to get this money, get this paper, give it to your family, and get the fuck out the hood. So why the fuck, why the hell are we still in the hood? We rich now. Go to L.A. You don't want to go to L.A.? Stay in Atlanta. Stay in Atlanta. Go to the best part, the good parts of Atlanta. Stay in the nice parts of Atlanta. What you in the hood for? Why you robbing? Why the fuck you killing? Why you selling? Why are we doing any of this stuff? So now, you in jail... You ain't making no money. Your assets are probably getting froze. You can't support your family that you that you work so hard to get out the hood. So now what? And we know y'all did it. <laughs> you know? Like we, like, we know y'all did it. Ain't no way the cop just coming up to y'all and be like, yeah, y'all did all this shit. Y'all did the shit. Right? Y'all did it. So y'all need to chill the hell out. Get y'all paper. Move out the hood. Vibe out. Go to the beach. Y'all got plenty of women, plenty of paper, plenty of jewelry, plenty, plenty of connections. That y'all are set for life. If literally y'all said, you know what, I'm not making, I'm not making music anymore. Y'all will literally die rich. Y'all can literally go anywhere y'all want in the world, eat whatever the hell y'all want, wear whatever the hell y'all want, drive whatever the hell y'all want, probably fuck whoever the hell y'all want, but instead, y'all out robbing and murdering and selling shit, selling drugs. I don't get it. I don't get it. That's something that I just don't get. And I've been I've been around this. You know? It's it's nuts. It's nuts. I done been around it. I've been around plenty of people. I done been around the good, the bad, the ugly. And if Maybe my mind just works a tad bit more different than other people around here. Who knows? But that's kind of all I want to talk about today. Talk about Jack Harlow and this goddamn project. Kids and Martin's upcoming project tomorrow. Dropping Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Don't forget to go view the hard five. Uh, in the YSL and friends <laughs> giving up their life for some damn bullshit in the streets. Crazy, 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 crazy. 
Um, that's it. That's all. I really appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, if y'all could definitely do something for me, could y'all please, please go like, follow the IG, the Instagram, the YouTube, follow the podcast. You've been listening. Go follow it. You want more up to date? We're doing this every single week. We're gonna be making uh, episodes every single week until we blow up. <laughs> uh, other than that, man, I really appreciate y'all. I'm gonna send y'all off with some dope ass music. And see ya.